Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. Man, Saturday gave us two <laughs> NFC Championship <laughs> games. How about that? <laughs> Tis the season. He gave you two NFC championship he's games? Given, he's given us two NFC championship games. Oh, you got to explain that one to me. Oh, it's coming. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. And, um, well, I'll get to that in a minute. But Santa's on his way, so we got to make sure we get some good shut-eye. Don't want to miss him. Don't want to run into him either. Otherwise, that could be trouble. He could take all the gifts right back. He might walk in the door and be like, oh, you up? Oh, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you got to make certain you're getting some good sleep before Santa comes. Need some good sleep before Santa comes, ED. I got it. All right, let's talk about sleep then. And, and since we're doing that, let's talk about some studies from Harvard and John Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. The body needs eight hours of sleep. I've been doing it. I'm telling you, you should try it. My beat-up body has gotten so much better since I started doing that. Never did it before as a player. I'm liking it now. But one of the biggest problems about sleep, Rashawn, is the temperature, man. Yeah. It's It's hard to get a good night's sleep if you're too hot. So I want to tell you about the Pod 8 Sleep. The Pod 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was designed by leading sleep researchers. They've tracked over 43 million hours of sleep, and it combines dynamic temperature regulation. It tracks your sleep, and it enhances your rest and your recovery. I'm telling you, this bed learns exactly how you sleep. It learns your habits, and it will adjust the temperature automatically and so if you like a cool bed and the person you're sleeping with they like a warm bed both of you get exactly what you want automatically that's some cool stuff man nice you gotta like that i like you get it in a you get it in a in a comfortable bed that's most importantly so you get to sleep longer you wake up refreshed ready to take on the world let me tell you this. This is the best thing, man. And I love that you decided to do this for people. You get to try the pod for 100 nights. And if you don't love it, you get a full refund of your purchase. And you can arrange a free pickup. Rashawn says he'll come and pick up the bed if you don't like it. But that rarely happens. <laughs> but you can do it. 100 nights, free pickup. So trust me, they've already sold out of the first two batches. They're going fast. So you want to get in on this. So for a limited time only, $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com slash pro. That's E-I-G-H-T sleep.com. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. Check it out. Got get the, that sleep. Got you the U-Haul gasting ready. It's gasting ready to go. 
But I love that you decided to do that for people, man. Hey, you know, I'm in the giving mood. Tis the season. Tis the season, ED. Um, so we we got we got two NFC Championship games this year, and okay. by by we not not just necessarily the 49ers, but the NFL will have two NFC Championship games this season. We got okay. one coming up on Saturday. This this game essentially is the NFC Championship game. Oh, uh, as, as a I result see where you're of, going. Of, of the of the, the the 49ers beating the Rams. Uh, last Saturday, and of course, you know you, you got the other NFC Championship game late in uh, in January. So okay. we, we got to get. Man, I, like this is like when I played. When you actually had, there were a few years there where you had two Super Bowls. So yeah, it's like from ninety to ninety five. Ninety five, you had two Super Bowls. It was when we played Dallas, that NFC Championship game. In the championship, it yeah. wasn't really the NFC Championship. That was the Super, it Bowl. Was the Super Bowl. It sure was. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. It sure was. So, that, it. so that's that's where I am right now. But but I'm not. Uh, I'm happy, but I'm not thrilled. Um, so much to unpack. Niners, of course. Uh, they 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 knock off the Rams at Levi Stadium. Uh, on Saturday, uh, that game got flexed obviously to a Saturday, and it was a big win for the Niners, obviously because they keep their. Their hopes alive for the number one seed. Mm-hmm. They they win it thirty four to thirty one over the Rams. Um, happy about the win, right? Okay. okay, but not not thrilled. There's there's a lot of things that I'm not really thrilled about when when I look at this one. First though, let's hand off some game ball. I was so mad. I don't need, I I don't want to say mad, but just looking at this thing, I'm like, where do I even go with the game ball in this one? But now, time to hand out some game balls. Let's 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 get into it, Ed. Who do you, who do you? Got? Yeah, no, 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 no. You go first on this one. I always go first. Get out your game ball. You, you do always. Uh, you do always go first. Okay. Well, I'll I'll give mine. I I went down the list right, and, mm-hmm. and I go. I'm thinking defensively. I look offensively. Uh, almost went with Jimmy G. Those those two third and sixteens. Those were freaking stellar by him. Um, but I'm gonna go with Kyle Shanahan. I'm gonna take okay. Kyle Shanahan this time Give because the, okay. the guy is just so even killed. He's so smooth. Um, I don't know if you saw his his delivery uh, in in the locker room after the game, but he talked to the guys and he ended up handing out game balls to the entire team. It, it was a tough. It's a tough game for for the Niners. They got the news about C.J. Beathard's brother, you know, just you know hours before mm-hmm. the game, and so they had to play through that. And then you talk about dealing with some of that adversity in the game, right? Obviously, what what happened with C.J.'s brother that didn't compare with what's going on on the football field. But you look what happens on the football field, and and in the game you go down double digits at home early in that one. Um, Rams just wouldn't go away uh, defensively. Less than stellar, uh, but he he just stayed with it. He he continued to allow those to to help those guys stay the course. He remained just even and and, and even killed. And you never even when big plays happen, you never see him get too high. You never see him get too low. And so I think this I think this win goes to him. I think this one this one goes to Kyle Shanahan. So he he's gonna get my game ball. Okay, I like that. And you know what I always say, you have to depend. A good head coach is going to help you win two or three games a year. Yeah. Of course, it's always about the players. You can put the game plan together. Guys have to get out there and execute it because a coach is only good. A coach's knowledge is only as good as the player's abilities to be able to 
um, comprehended and executed. I always say that you 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 know you you can't come up with this tremendous game plan if the guys don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or or they don't have the ability to actually execute it. So it it goes hand in hand. So I I feel you on that. See, I'm gonna go game ball to me. I'm looking at this and I'm going on the defensive side. And I'm going to go with my guy. I'm going with Uncle Sherm. Sure. And I'll tell you why. Because like Jay-Z, Jay-Z said, without him, they had 99 problems. And Sherm had a million reasons and still does <laughs> to get on that field. <laughs> Everybody may not know what I'm talking about, but you do because you're laughing. <laughs> He's got a million reasons to get on that field. And not only did he get out there, even though everyone was concerned about the leg, he was out. I said during the week, I was talking to the Rams guys. I had a few of those guys, you know, podcast and radio. They were talking to me, and I said, Sherm, we'll get out there. And I said, this is the thing that you got to understand about our Uncle Sherm. He's a vet. He understands how to do his job. He understands where he needs to go. And, and I told him, I said, guys, I can't even remember how many times. I said, I know it was less than five Probably the last I played 13 years and I said probably the last five years of my career, it may have been five times that I ran full speed on the field. And I said they were probably all in my last year. (laughs) (laughs) And and I said, I said, well, because what happens, you get to a point to where you know what you're doing, where you're going. um, And you don't have to do that because the game is not about being full speed. It's about going as fast as you can under control. And once you know where you're going, it doesn't take as long to get there. Sherm knows all of these things. So I was like, he can get out there and he understands how to play injured. And he's going to give a boost. Most importantly, he's going to give a boost to the guys in the huddle. There may be some guys, and we saw some of that. And I'm sure we'll get into it. We saw some guys that weren't having their best night. That's when you need your guys, your veterans, to be able to let these guys understand you're okay take a breath take a beat look at the situation we're good we got this i think it was very important for him to be out there on that field and i don't know if they would have won the game if he had not been out there on that field um it has a lot more to do with than just the plays you make because you reach a point in your career where they can always find somebody quicker stronger faster you have to. What else do you add to the locker room that makes you a valuable player? That was one of those nights that the extra that Sherm adds helped him win a game. Yeah. Just like you were talking about Shanahan. Yeah, I I, I think there's something to that. I, I think his his voice just reverberates throughout that locker room, and yeah. he, he's just he's just one of those guys that, like you said, he's been there, he's done that, and so he he. These guys know that when he talks, obviously there's something important, and they're going to listen. And I think we've seen that leadership from him uh, pretty much all season long. This was a defense that showed little resistance on Saturday <laughs> night, to be nice about it. And there was there was an opportunity late in that game when um, – the Niners went up. Kittle scores the touchdown, right? I'm just going to go straight mm-hmm. there, right? I'm, I'm not even going to 
deal with all yeah, the, we the don't gibberish have to talk about all of it yeah. because there was a whole I, lot of ugly. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a whole lot of ugly. But I, I, I'm and gonna, mama always I, say, if you don't have anything, if you if you gonna say something ugly, just don't say just it. Just don't say Keep it going. at all, right? Yeah. So I'm so so Kittle scores right. Beautiful drive put together there by by the Niners offensively and Jimmy G. Um, Kittle Kittle ends up scoring the touchdown. Niners end up going up in in the game. There was thirty one to twenty eight. I want to say right a ninety mm-hmm. ninety one yard drive uh, put together there by Jimmy G. And it was all Kittle right. That that drive was sponsored by George Kittle, and he ends up capping it off with with a touchdown. And I'm okay with that. You, you can I tell you something that I had, and, and, and don't lose your train of thought. I had three different. Um, segments last week when I was asked, do you have a problem with Jimmy G throwing the ball to Kittle? He needs to spread the ball around. He needs to get the ball to other guys. And all I said was, and I, and I stopped him and I said, guys, this is not a rhetorical question. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really truly wanting you to put some thought into this and ask me and answer this question. I said, would you have, do you have, not would you, I said, do you have a problem with Matt Ryan feeding Julio Jones? Do you have a problem with Drew Brees feeding Thomas? And they were like, they were like, no, I said, I can keep going. I said, I can, I said, I can keep going. And I said, I said, if, if, um, if um, Aaron Rodgers decides to feed Adams, do you have a problem? No. I said, how about Watson and DeAndre Hopkins? No. I said, then why do you have a problem with Garoppolo feeding his number one receiver? I said, you guys get caught up in the fact that he has T.E. in front of his position instead of W.R. Yeah. But like he's the number one. I said, so I said, just look at it that way. And they they stopped. So so that's that's my thing on that one. I don't I don't have a Hey, he's your best receiver. He's your best option. Every other team does the same thing, and everyone's like, okay, so why is he, you know, feeding the guy, and, and he's a bad quarterback for doing so? Okay, now that, that, I just had to get that out. Keep yeah, going. No, I, I think it's a valid point. I think particularly on that drive, um, it, it was needed. Um, and, and he made a big play. Man. He led off the drive with that that uh that that 36-yard gain yeah. and and then he That's capped. what number one do, right? They yeah. make the big plays. They make the big yeah. plays especially when 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 the moment calls for when it. You need them. Yes. So it, it was very much needed and he capped it off with the touchdown. And so we get to this point, right? And it's it, it, it's about 6 minutes left in this game, right? Niners holding on to a 3-point lead. And and I don't know, I tweeted this and I'm not sure, and, and obviously we're doing this podcast. I'm going to ask you about it. I know last week we, you talked about Niners eventually mm-hmm. going to have they're going to have to get a stop when, when the game depends on it. They're going to have to get a stop, right? I saw that tweet. Yep. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that was that time and score, if the, the the situation in that game. I'm not sure if that's exactly what you what you were talking about. But my mind immediately went there once they went up. And it was time for them to give the ball back to the Rams, and, and, and there was an opportunity there that presented itself for them to shut the thing down. And despite how terribly the night had went for them on the defensive end, it was that time right there that they could just shut the whole thing down and get out of there with the win. What 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 was that? Is that is that similar to what you were talking about last week? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's not a question. It's and it's not all about okay. 
the, you're playing Washington and it's a nine nothing game. Like, okay, you're playing a team that was anemic on offense. They could do nothing. Yes. Defensively, you had a lot to do with that. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, and it may be one of those nights where it's, it's a shootout like you have in um, with the Saints in new Orleans. But you're, it's going to come to a point, and you, you've heard me say this, and you know me well enough now. We've been through enough. We've, we've, we've walked, you know, through the maze enough to where you, you get my Ericisms, as you call it. Love them. But the game, what happens is that at some point, the game presents itself to be what it is, and in that moment. Out of all the plays, it's going to come down to a play, to a series, to a guy doing something, to a to a certain to a certain call by a coach, to a certain execution. The game is going to present what happens in you know what moment becomes the moment. And yes, that that's what I mean. It's not necessarily one of those nights where the defense is just dominating. You know, it could be one of those nights where, hey, guess what? You haven't been doing anything, and guys are driving. And and it becomes the Malcolm Butler play in the Super Bowl where yeah. where, it, where it's like, hey, you know what? This team has been able to do some things, and this team is on the move, and this team is right there ready to make a play. But guess what? It It's your moment, and you have to get that stop. That's what – yes, so that's exactly what I'm talking about. Those moments – are going to present themselves and they will present themselves for the offense and they will present themselves for the defense. It could possibly present itself for the special teams and you have to capitalize and be ready. And more importantly, more importantly, no, it's that moment. It's, it's that moment. It's that time you're looking at the clock you're looking at the way things have going, and you got to look at this like, okay, it might be five minutes left in this game, but this is it. If we do this now, it's done. You know how when you're watching a basketball game, I know you're a Lakers fan just like me. We watch the games, and we're sitting here looking at it, and my son's a big-time basketball fan, and we'll be going, and I'm looking at it, and there's a certain moment. You get to that that four-minute mark, you know, okay, now everybody's really into it. They're playing. And, and you can look at it like, okay, three stops. If they can get three stops, yeah, they got a shot. That's, that's, it's the same thing in football. You got to know, okay, this is the drive. You know how much time is on there, but this is the drive because our offense won't get but one more chance if we're behind. Or if we can stop them right now, our offense can snuff out this clock. And that's the thing. So, yes, that's what I'm talking about. That was one of those moments, and and you gotta feel it, you gotta sense it, and it's coming, it's coming. It, it didn't happen on Saturday. Now, no, it didn't. They didn't give up the lead, but the Rams were able to tie it. Um, and, and so, and then Jimmy G comes through with the heroics, right? Two third and sixteens. Are you kidding me? So I was in the building, and you mentioned it earlier. Um, but, but hold, but hold on, hold on, hold on. But let me just say this. Yes, so that was one of those times where. But see, we we can sit here and look at it and say, okay, that that's one of those moments where you have that, but you had time. And and remember, I said, offensively it could happen, defensively it could happen. It happened for the offense in this one. 
it, yeah, it happened for the offense. And, you want we, you wanted the defense to say we're going to end this, but they couldn't. So now the game presented itself to where offensively you got to do it. it same and thing with the Saints game. Me? Same thing with are the Saints you? game, right? I yeah. mean, the opportunity yeah. presented itself for the defense, and, and and they they didn't answer the bill. And then you know you know obviously offense bailed them out. Yeah, yeah. Offense and, and, had to bail them out, but it, it, it eventually it's going to happen to where this defense, you're the number two ranked defense in the league. At some point, you're going to have to show that. Now about that number two defense in the league, right now I'm I'm be, I'm all kind of screwed here on this this holiday you really season. Are. I, I yeah, am. You really are, well, well, yeah. it, it's a little concerning, right? They they. I don't... feel sorry for your daughter, man. What kind of present she's gonna come <laughs> oh, and get? No. I mean, my dad is the Grinch. Yikes! <laughs> you probably got on green socks right now. <laughs> I, I I took them off. I took them off. But... <laughs> But the the it, it's concerning, right? Because you expect this defense to answer the bell in those situations, right? And then the other part to this is one of the biggest statues in the entire NFL, Jared Goff. You you can't get to him. Zero sacks, zero sacks oh, now wait, in, in two of the last in two of the last stop three it. games. This stop is concerning. It. This is concerning stop for me. It. Wait, hold on, hold on. Now listen to what you just said. Did you not watch the game? You said one of the biggest statues in the league. What? What? Um, John? What? Uh, John McVay? I went all the way back to his granddad, who was my. Uh, he was. He was my Jim. Uh, um, but uh, Sean McVay did a very good job with the game plan. He wrote him. You out. have. You have. He. He. They. He ran the entire first half. He had this guy running waggles bootlegs, moving the pocket, changing the launch um, um, launch spot, changing the angles that the rushers had to get to so that they could not just line up and decide that I'm sprinting to the quarterback. That was very good. That was part of the reason why he didn't get hit, that he kept him on the run. But I also, I also tweeted and said it, and I was watching the game. I was like, this can't last. I was like, this can't last. I said, because if they do this, Jared Goff is going to be dead tired late in the fourth quarter because he's not accustomed to running that much. And I was like, he's going to be dead tired. And he, and what happens? F- fatigue makes cowards of us all. You start to make mistakes. You 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 can't you can't play football tired. <laughs> so you you saw that happen to Goff? Yes, yes. Did you also notice that he stopped running them around so much? But they think, still think didn't, they it. still didn't get to him. But uh, but but you know what? They did they didn't get to him because. Part of the part of it, it was good on the game plan. Guess what? They got tired too. He he had those guys chasing, as opposed to lining up, as opposed to Bosa lining up, and you go Thomas, you you go and you go you go through everyone on that front, as opposed to them lining up and saying we're gonna meet seven eight yards in the backfield at the quarterback. They were having to chase this guy, and they're accustomed to running ten yards a play. They were having to run thirty yards every play in that first half. They got tired, but so did the offense, and they had to stop doing that, and it wasn't as effective, and it allowed the and it allowed the 49ers to catch up. It allowed the, the defense to catch its breath, to um, keep pace, and get them back into the game because at first they, they were kind of lost. They couldn't keep up with it, but they couldn't keep it up. He, he saw what these running quarterbacks has, have been doing to this, to this defense. It was a good game plan. You think about it. You, you see running quarterbacks moving around, kind of negating what that defensive front can do. I still want my quarterback to throw the ball, so I'm going to keep him on the run. 
to keep that pressure off of my quarterback and give him, you know, more opportunities to throw the ball. Now you shrink what you can do with your offense because if you roll your quarterback to one side of the field or the other, you basically take the other part of the field out. You make it easier on the secondary, but you make it more difficult to, to get your quarterback hit. And that's that's the only reason why. So you can say, well, he didn't really get sacked. He didn't get hit. But they also couldn't run their offense. And at the end of the day, it didn't work. They they, they by by just being who they were, they made the Rams not run their offense. Think about it. They, they didn't have to beat them out of it. They didn't have to sack them out of their game plan. They made the they made their office of coordinator and play caller head coach decide I'm not going to run my offense because these guys are too good. See, it's, it's, you you got to look at the big picture, man. I I thought you would know that by now. Don't, well, don't just look at the obvious. Well, I, I, this is more this is this is more obvious. And 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 since the Green Bay game, where where they just kicked the snot out of Aaron Rodgers. That's let's see, one, two, three, four, three sacks in the last four mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. And and that's not a little concerning to you. I'll I'll, I'll give you the quarterbacks. Lamar, they got to him once. Breeze didn't get to him at all. Obviously, he was getting the ball out in two point three seconds. Yeah, great, time. great, great. Yeah, no, nobody would have gotten to him that day. So take, so Lamar, Lamar doesn't get sacked because he runs. Yeah, they, okay. but they even got to him once. But but yeah, Drew Breeze. No, there is there is not a team on planet Earth. There there is not a, if if the, if they had lined up and said we're not going to block anyone on this play, Drew Breeze is throwing the ball. You can't get to him that fast. So it's like seven on seven. Yes, still had there, there, it was the way the way they were getting rid of the ball, and the few times that he held on to the ball, he got hit. He may not have necessarily gotten sacked, but he got hit when he held on to the ball. He got it out. So okay, so now what's the next one? They got to Matt Ryan twice. Yeah, and they hit him a lot more. So 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 that's the thing that that you know you you may not always sack a guy, but are you making him uncomfortable? Are you hitting him? When he's in the pocket trying to hold on to the ball. So what you're saying is I should cheer up. Yes, you should cheer up. And then the other thing you got to understand too, it's different. D Ford's not out there. Yeah. If you if if yeah. you get if, when you get Bosa coming off one side, D Ford coming off the other side, because this is the thing. I know Bosa has gotten so much attention and rightfully so. He's a rookie. He's new to the scene. You know, got everybody likes him. The fan base likes him. D Ford comes off the ball so freaking fast. It's crazy when he's at full speed. It, 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 it's 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 un it's un it's otherworldly the way he comes off the off the ball sometimes when you watch him on tape. And defenses, I mean, I'm sorry, offenses know that. And when you get both of those guys coming off at the same time, the quarterback can't do anything but step up. And we all know that you got enough big boys in the middle where there's nowhere to go. It changes everything. So D Ford come health is so important. I was asked on Twitter, and I know we always throw some Twitter. Then you know, you know, um, definitely in our in our pre-show when we're going into next week game, we always throw, we always throw some um, tw- um, tweets in there, questions. And one thing that I was asked about that going forward. It was just, um, you know what, man? I can't even remember what I was about to say. I don't know if it's the hits in the head or the scotch right now. <laughs> well, I got some eggnog <laughs> waiting on me. So, <laughs> so, so, so 
I don't know. I don't know which one it was that I was getting. I was trying to say what. Which, what was I talking about right there? You got to remind me, man. Well, I, I, I know. I know. D four's impact is missed. I know Bosa is has garnered a lot of attention, and someone asked you something on Twitter. And, uh, and you know what? Uh, you know what? I can't. Even, I, that, so I that knew all that. That might have been. Weird. I knew all of that, but you know what? I can't even remember what they asked me. So, <laughs> so you know what? Normally, I'd say, man, you might, you might want to take this out, but it's. It, I think this is hilarious. This needs to say. <laughs> this is truly hilarious. <laughs> I, I have no idea what I was about to say. Well, what, it, it, you know, you know what's funny? It'll probably come back to me in like in five, ten minutes it will, from now. It, 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 it will. So you, you go ahead, take another swig, and, and I'm, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to cheer up a little bit, and and let's talk about Jimmy G because he, he definitely had me in, in in a jovial mood. Um, two third and sixteens. Are you kidding me? I mean, the first one was like, wow, it was huge, big play. That was crazy. Yep. Because, it, I mean, they're obviously you're deep in your own zone. It's like, okay, this drive is going nowhere quickly. And you look at the field position, and, you know, that it's a short trip for for uh, for the Rams and, and a kicker in Greg Zerline, who's got one of the strongest, you know, legs in, in the entire uh, league. They call him Greg the Leg in, in L.A., um, and so, but he he completes it to Kendrick Bourne, and then on the other one, you're gonna have to tell me what happened on this one, Ed, because Jalen Ramsey was livid at Taylor Rapp, um, and and I was going back and watching the broadcast again, and I heard Charles, da- I just cracked up because I heard Charles Davis say something that you said on our pod last week about uh, Rapp was guarding grass, he was covering grass, mm-hmm. um, and, and Jalen Ramsey was upset, he thought that help was gonna be to the inside, it was not there. What what happened there? Uh, it's just that guys are playing. So you can you can draw up a defense, and this is what happens to a lot of players. And and um, the guys that excel in this league defensively, they understand this completely. X's and O's don't move on paper. Sure don't. You feel me? They don't move on paper. So you can draw up this defense or an offense, and you can say that this X is going to take care of this O, and we want you to go to this point, and we want you to take, we want you to drop seven yards deep because on paper you can draw it across, and this is going to be this is going to be a five under two deep defense, and every guy is going to be a certain distance across the field on paper because you're going to cover the width of the field. Well, that's great until the other guys start moving. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when the other guys start moving and you have three or four of those guys on the other side of the field, if you're still standing in that position, there's no one there. You're just covering grass and you have to move your body to the bodies. You have to, you have to then reposition yourself based on where the danger is and that's that's what happens you you have to understand that there, there's no such thing as a zone coverage in the nfl because in you were taught how to play um, zone coverage when you were a youngster and it's like it's just that it's like okay this guy you have this third. three D coverage means one guy has the outside third one guy has the min- middle third the other guy has the the outside third well that's great if there is no one else around or if everyone is evenly distributed, but then, but so that's the better way to say it, when they're evenly distributed, but when someone disappears, no one else is around. Now 
you basically you have to put a body on the person that's closest to you. And he so didn't. that's what that, so that so that didn't happen. So you, and when guys don't understand that they're covering grass, and you're you're standing there doing what the coach told you to do, but there is no body there. The next nearest danger is in the next zone, so that becomes your zone. There's no reason for there's no reason for me to stand in the outside third if the closest person to me is in the middle of the field. I have to go all the way over there to the middle of the field. It's, yeah, it's, it, and he, Jared, he didn't because there was no one there. Right. There's no reason for me to stand on the numbers. Yes, yes. The, the the rule says drop to the numbers on the on the outside third. But Jared Goff just rolled away from me. He's not coming this way. No one is out there, so why am I standing on the numbers? Yeah, so you got to get you got to get closer. You got to move. You got to move where he where he's moving. Yes, yes, yes. So so now so my third my third my coverage is basically the closest guy to me, and that's and that's what that's why Jalen was losing his mind because he's like, dude, dude, how long have you played? Why are you doing this? How do you not know this? How do you not understand this? And don't tell me you forgot. Yeah. Because you can't forget. Because guess what happens if you forget? We don't go to the playoffs. Our our season is over. You can't forget that. You can't not know that. And and that's the, that and that's why you get upset about those type things. It's like there there are mistakes that you can make, and there are some mistakes you can't make. Yes, of course you're, you're human beings, and guys are going to drop balls. Guys are going to miss tackles. Guys are going to get beaten on passes. All of these things things happen. But again, there become there comes a time when the game presents itself to where you can't do that. Yeah. And that was one of those times where you can't do that or your season's over. So guess what? Everybody's sitting there now like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Well, well Ramsey's new to the team. Rap, Taylor Rap, who was the safety on that play, he's new to the league. He was the, he was the Rams' top pick uh, in the draft last year, second-round pick out of Washington. Which is why he doesn't understand yeah. that. Yeah, and and so he's he's still he's still figuring it out, and obviously yeah. that was a costly you know, mistake. Yeah, uh-huh. but it, truth be told, I'm still not sure. Uh, Jalen Ramsey ha- still hasn't touched uh, Manuel Sanders. Uh, that that easily that could have and probably should have been a touchdown, as opposed to um, I don't know if the play was just blown dead or, or or Sanders just gave himself up, but it didn't look like he was touched at all after he. Yeah, made it didn't. It didn't. That but, grab, you know, but but. But that it didn't look like it. But if they blow the whistle, it's dead then. Yeah, and, and so you, yeah. and make the kick. Robbie Gold made the kick, but the the chutzpah, the the intestinal fortitude Jimmy G showed uh, on that drive was tremendous. In the place, I mean, the, the place just erupted uh, after 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 those those two conversions, and of course after the field goal as well. And and like you said, the Rams, that's it for them. Their season. Is mm-hmm. over. It's over. It's always nice doing that. It's always nice. Yeah, it's, especially it's same. Up. You know what? I said it when I played, and guys used to do it. And, and even when I went to Carolina, um, it was it was so funny. And, and, and this is really when I I, I know Daniel Stubblefield said it, but when I went to Carolina, I will never forget my first season there. And we were getting ready to play these guys and doing things. And you know, my, and my coaching staff. Most of them had come, you know, Dom Capers and his guys, they had been with the Saints forever and coming through. And they started talking. I'm going to make this really fast. And they started talking about the Rams. It was Rams week, and they were talking about this team and doing all this, you know, and how we had to prepare and, and be focused. And this team likes to do this and this and other. And I was sitting in the meeting room listening to this, 
And my defensive coordinator just looked at me. Um, Vic Fangio, head coach of right now, he's the head no coach kidding. of. Uh, he's with the uh, yeah. now, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Vic Fangio is my coordinator, and and he had come from the Saints as well, and um, and he was a linebacker coach there, and then moved up to coordinator and things like that. And he he was he was asking me about that, and he was like, Eric, he was like, E, what's wrong? And I was just listening. I was like, nothing. He kept talking. He was like, yeah, this team, you got to know this because they're great at this, and they'll do this, and they'll love you to sleep in this. And I just. I just looked at him. And he asked me again. I had this look on my face. And he asked me again. He was like, "What are you? What's wrong?" I said, "Man, I was like, I know you guys came from where you came from." I was like, "But I, I can't even remember losing to this team." <laughs> I, was, I was like, "I was like, I think I beat them every single time I've ever played them." I was like, "This is the same old sorry as Rams." Like, who, who are you? What team are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's just, that's just how I just feel about the Rams now. It's like it's always good to beat them. It's the same old sorry as Rams. You're supposed to beat them. Um, they're going to play hard. They're going to do it. But the Niners, you're going to be better. You're going to be better. And it's okay if they're good and they push you. But you still you beat them, and it's fun to beat them. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> And that 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 sets and, and Niners end up getting well. Honestly, the, the game really had no bearing. Uh, the the Cardinals Seahawks game really had no bearing because the Niners, regardless, win or lose for Seattle, the Niners going to have to win. Yes. on Sunday, regardless. So that okay. Oh oh oh, host. Let me stop. Let me stop you just really quick because we heard this. Was that a trap game? Was that a trap game <laughs> I, for Seattle? It may, it may it may have been. It may Stop have been. It. I don't know. Stop it. It, it had tra- it, it had making some trap game. One thing oh I one thing I'll say though, I'll say this. And and Seattle or or Arizona has has had I don't want to say they've had their way, but they've had some success in Seattle. Um and, and so, you know, they kinda had that going for them going going into that game. Um, so it, it really wasn't a huge surprise. Like I had heard some people say that Arizona could actually go up there and actually and actually win that game on on Sunday. Um, so it wasn't a huge surprise. I, it became more of a surprise when Kyler left and Brett Hundley Jr. came in there and and they still were able to 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 hold on uh, to the win. But what was it a trap game? Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, there's no such thing as a trap. Let, let me let, let's a, let's break this down, Ed. Let's break this telling, down. Are you well? Okay, let's break it down. Let's, let's break this it. down. They beat okay. they beat the brakes off of them in Arizona, right? It was like a hundred to nothing or whatever the hell it was, right? And then, the, if if we knew this, of course they knew this. Regardless of what happened in that game, it had no bearings on them getting the number one seed or them being a number, uh, the number five seed, they were still going to have to win. They were still going to have to beat the Niners the following week. So th- the game really didn't really much matter. Do you really think, do you truly think that they want it? To, so think about this. Do you really think that the, that the Seattle Seahawks knowing how close it is to playoffs with the potential of having home field advantage would want anyone. So think about this, forget the bearing on that game. Would they want anyone to feel 
that there is a chance to come in to that stadium and beat them. Do you think they do you think that they would want who the Niners, the Saints, the Packers, anyone to feel that if we get home field advantage, we being the Seattle Seahawks, we get home field advantage, that it's not truly a home field advantage. That guess what? Somebody look, even a non-playoff team came up and beat us. You think they really wanted to put that out there? Mm, I mean, I, I think they were up Saturday night and they were watching that game and oh, they on, and, and on, they figured, wait, no, hey, wait, no, we no, got no, a championship no, no, game no. coming up next Sunday and, and completely no, no, no. could have overlooked the Cardinals. No, answer this. Do you think you do you think they really wanted to put out to the universe that you can come in here and beat us? Anybody can. Give some false because, hope. Why? Why not? I. I mean, they relish that underdog role. So I. I don't know that. I, I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you are like the rest of them out there. You guys <laughs> really believe this underdog stuff. There Dude, is no way. Ru- I've heard Russell no- Russell <laughs> talks about it. He's like, look, we like when people overlook us. He he felt like they were being overlooked going into the first game against the 49ers. Overlooking and, and so, you. And so they, over, they, re- they relish that. Pete Carroll plays that over, stuff up. Are you but, kidding but remember, me? Wait, but hold on, hold on. They were on the road that first game overlooking you and – Everybody knows, dude. The twi- all they talk about is the twelves and the home field advantage and all of that stuff. And you actually think they wanted? They want people to think now that the season is about to start with everything on the line. But they didn't even that show you up. Could come in there and beat them. They didn't show oh, they up. They showed up. No, no, no. They that that up. game was barely a game. Like, dude, like Arizona dude. went up on them early, and, and they that was it. Up. They. That's. Football. They showed up just like the Niners showed up for uh, the Falcons. They just lost. They I, were well, beaten. I, I think no, they no. were beaten. The, the Falcons beat the Niners. And, Seattle and, may and, have been looking at next and Sunday. Arizona and Arizona beat Seattle. Okay, let's get off of this because you were stuck <laughs> on this. this. Trip game I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm so glad I'm, I got a scotch look, in my hand. All, all I'm saying, gracious. all I'm saying, they may, they if may I have, didn't had, have a scotch. I'd, if I didn't have a scotch, I'd need one. They may have had one eye on the Cardinals and the other eye on the Niners. And next Sunday night, that's all I'm saying. That's all no, I'm saying. I and, and all I'm gonna tell you is that professionals don't do that. What? Professional <laughs> football players don't do that. You know why? Because you might put one eye. Guess what happens if you put one eye on the team you're playing? You get beat. And another. That's and another. No, listen, if you put one eye on the team you're playing and another eye on the one that you should be playing, you have a problem because you're going to get hit right square in the side of the head where that eye is not looking at the person in front of you and you're going to get destroyed. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get hurt. And you know that you can't you can't play football. You, it's I've been asked this question any time about you know what, hey man, arena league. You know, you know, you know, like like playing football, flag football, and all that stuff. And I was like, guys, you like you you can't play pickup football. <laughs> basketball players can keep playing basketball. Baseball players, if they choose to do that, you can do that. You you can't kind of play football. 
I tried and I had a group of friends when I was in Charlotte when I first retired and and um there was a guy um, David Wesley. I don't know if you remember David Wesley basketball player. Oh yeah, yeah. Play. The he played for the Hornets. Charlotte Hornets, yeah. Yes, he played for the Hornets and he put together this flag football team and got a bunch of us guys to play. I mean, we he had a bunch of guys come and wanted us to come play flag football with them and um we hurt a whole lot of people. We did. <laughs> we we had we had to stop playing. And we decided we had to stop playing because we kind of play football differently from everybody else. <laughs> Even flag football. And I'm I'm a true story. And yeah. and and David David came he came to us and he was like, guys, he was like, you know what? I I, I see what you guys are doing. He was like, but man, he, I mean, Dave, David's not a, he's not a little dude. I mean, he was no, he was and he was well he was, but put together. He was he seriously. It was like because we would and we would all go and 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 we would play. Um, it was funny. It was like Steph was like Steph was like a little kid then, but his dad Dale was playing, and we would be over at the wide and we'd all play hoop together and everything. And that's and we put together this this flag football team. Like sure, man, we were like okay, let's do it. Um, we couldn't. Because just the way that you play it, and and that's the thing about it, you know, as a, as a as an NFL player, you have to be locked in on the man in front of you. The human being in front of you is a professional hitman. He's a professional gladiator, and you don't overlook that. Saying that next week it's more important. There, there, there's there's not it. It's, it's that old. That's it's that same thing. Well, Alabama, Clemson. Ohio State, they they could beat the Browns. They could they could this year they they could beat you know Cincinnati. No, they could. Yeah, no, I, I don't subscribe to that theory. Cause no, they're, no, they they're, no, they could. No, I don't, I don't subscribe to that theory. You take I, you take the you take the best college team out there and they would lose seventy to nothing. Yeah, because yeah, the difference is even on your best college team, you might have you know. 10, maybe maybe even 10 11 pros if if you're Thank if you. you're lucky. That's that's a you're, great you're playing against team. 22 pros. <laughs> Thank you. That, 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 I was no 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 this is the thing. So if you have if you have 10 on your college team that's tremendous. That's, that's an all-time. Yeah. That's an all-time team. It's pretty good. You pick the NFL team, the worst NFL team has 53 on 53 it. 53 on yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They got 53 pros. Yeah. They're better than you. Um, and people, and, and so that's just nonsense. So let's get back to um, yeah, so I, I'm, that trap I'm, game. I'm, I'm, I'm no, it wasn't Seattle. <laughs> they weren't trying to do that. Now the Niners have to go up there. Let's get back to that. The Niners are going back up in there, and I think this is very, very important for them. Because I, because I still think they're going to see them again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely quite possible. I'm I'm gonna get off my soapbox because. Uh, a little, little concerned about this defense, but but Jimmy G and 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 man, just the the he stepped up, man. That was that was that yeah. was an impeccable yeah. drive that he put two yeah. third and okay. You know what? That, that, that's well, huge. That was, that was incredible for Jimmy G, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna so Jimmy G those third sixteens that was big time. So everybody just leave him alone, Jimmy G. You know what? There are things that he does. The same things that make you laugh. Well, Fred, make you cry. Fred Warner he, said it after the game. He said he's our quarter. He's he, he's our guy. He's I mean, you know what his the interception that he threw. I mean, Jalen Ramsey threw, you know, and people freaking out on that. I was like, no, that was a good. That wasn't a bad throw by Jimmy. That was a really good play by Jalen Ramsey. Jalen played. He played that cover two defense. He played it like a pro. He played it like a pro bowler. 
That was a, that was a very that was understanding that I don't need to cover grass. He saw what was going on. Yes, my 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 the play design says I'm supposed to be here in the flat. But I'm looking at what's happening, where two and three is, and what's going, and how everyone is moving away, and he understands where he needs to be. And there's a hole. It's a very, and that was a great play because there is a spot in that defense. There's a spot between about 17 and 21 yards to where if a quarterback can get a ball up and down, it's almost impossible for a DB to make that play. It's, it's, it's just simply, it's just physics, distance. It's, it's just hard to do. And Jalen made that play. It's a great play. Yeah. Jimmy, so I don't have a problem with that. Um, this dude is, he can make enough plays for this team to win. I'm with you. I feel you defensively. They got to get healthy. The current group, you need them all. You need E-Man. You need Witherspoon. Everybody was trying to get on Witherspoon. Witherspoon is okay. He had a bad day. He's a good player. We've seen him make good plays. He can make good plays. Everybody's got to have a bad day. I'm not freaking out over it. I like the fact that they put him back on the field when they did, when he got healthy, because I think it helps the mindset of all involved. If he had not gotten back on the field, I would have been concerned about his mindset. I'm not concerned about his mindset right now, nor am I concerned about E-Man's mindset because he understood why he went back on the field. So now if you decide to switch them out, if you decide that they're going to have different roles, different time on the field, you know, we see it in basketball all the time. Just because you start the game doesn't mean you're going to finish it. It's okay because these guys will understand their roles, uh, but they just got to get healthy. That's, that's what I said. They just, this this defense with everyone out there, like I said, I don't care who they're playing against. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's Jackson and and I said this before. I don't care if it's Jackson. I don't care if it's Drew Brees. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if it's Willie Beeman. If they have everybody healthy, they're fine. They they do. They 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 can handle it with everybody healthy. They just got to get healthy. So yeah, that's key. Back to this game, man. That's the most important thing about this because it gives them another week to get healthy. And and this is the game you right now going into this one. You know, seeing what you just found yourself through, you got to be able to get it done. Okay, but let's get back to this. Let's get back to the Rams. Yeah, I I mean, I I think that um. I think they did what they needed to do, right? They they stayed afloat. It, it wasn't pretty at all, and there are going to be some playoff games that just aren't going to be pretty, right? But you got to win them, right? You're at the point of the year where, you know, you, you, you win, you, you, where you just got to win the game, you know, regardless of, of, of how well it looks or if you got to get you got to put makeup on a pig or what have you. You just got to win the game, and I think they did that at home and uh-huh. in front of the faithful. Um, it was – so I was I was a little surprised by the atmosphere because I had heard you know so many not so glamorous things about Levi Stadium and, mm-hmm. and the crowds that they were getting and and all that stuff, but I gotta tell you man like like people were fired up from the opening kick and yeah there was a little lull there where you know it looked like the Rams were trying to you know take hold of the game but the crowd never really really got out of it um they they were into it man and and. 
that man, that Fred Warner interception right before the half, that thing, that was as, as about as fired up as I've ever been at at a, at a sporting <laughs> event. I mean that that thing had had me going. I, I, I mean I've been to, to, been, I've been to to a, a good amount of events, but you know mainly as as you know credential media, right? So even mm-hmm. if, even if you do have a rooting interest, you know how it goes, right? No cheering in the press box. Um, yeah. And so you you know you gotta kind of you know you gotta be tame and and you gotta you gotta temper down and a lot of the games that I've gone to, most of the games I've gone to a, as a fan and, and ironically enough have been about teams that I didn't really have a rooting interest in. I'm a sports nut like that where I just like seeing different stadiums and and things like that. So you know you just kind of go for the atmosphere. But um, man, that Warner pick had had me going. Man, that was that was a huge play yeah. by Fred. The whole stadium. Don't you love it? Oh Don't man, it was it was root for your colors, man. It was amazing, man. <laughs> it, it was it was amazing. It was a very good. It was a very great atmosphere. Um, you know, and and it was a little windy as you saw from some of Johnny Hecker's punts. You know, early in that game. You know what? That's one of the things that people don't really know because you know Candlestick, uh, because of the bay, everyone. Uh, knew that there it, it would get windy there and the fog would roll yeah. in, but for some reason, no one thinks that about Santa Clara. That caught me so by surprise. Me, well, but see, I, you know, me, you know, playing there and practicing there. I mean, the practice facility where we were the entire time is is literally on the other side of the the parking lot. It's right there. It gets really windy there. It does. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I that 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 park took took me by surprise, but uh. All in all, man, it was it was it was a good atmosphere. Great trip. Uh, we ended up going to to the Warriors game uh, the night before. I mean, you talk about two bad teams. <laughs> the, I was I was about the, I was just about to say why the Warrior the Warriors in <laughs> the and the, 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 the Warriors and and the Pelicans. Um, but uh, but they got that new arena. I want I want to check out Chase Arena, and so that thing. Is, oh, that's right. That that's is, right. Oh, that thing is magnificent. That thing is beauty. Is a beauty. Well, yeah. Well, I guess you went there before you had to get to the city. Anyway. Yeah, so we had had to, had to get to the city. So we we were kind of kind of all around the bay though. But it was a good trip, man. And, and capped off by, you know, the main main reason we went though, obviously because the Niners game, and uh, capped off by a win in in the most dramatic fashion. And so it was uh. It was awesome. Well, I want them to win this one, and then I'm going to go to the NFC Championship. That's I, it. So, I, I, and I, and I highly and I encourage say, you to do you know so. What? I, we'll talk about my feelings on this game later in the week, but they won the Rams. They won the Rams game and put themselves in position to win the NFC Championship game. They put themselves – I mean, to yeah, they put themselves in position. Yeah, we're looking we're saying the NFC Championship game. Right, this is we, one they put of themselves, them. This is one yeah, of them. Yeah, they put – you got me saying it now. They put themselves in position to get home field advantage. That's the thing. Um, it doesn't guarantee anything, but you give yourself a chance. You give yourself a, a major chance by that week off um, because resting – some getting rest little bit more rest for D Ford. Um, you know, the offensive line, you're afraid you're you're worried about the defense. Um, that, that I'm worried about line. the offense. Yeah. I'm worried about the offensive line. Um, that's my major concern right now. Um, because I know everyone always says defense wins championships, and this is coming from a defensive player. The team that scores the most points wins the championship. People <laughs> it's, 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 I'm sorry. Everyone with defense wins championships. Um, I, you know, I, they've never, they've never stopped a game zero zero. Yeah. The team that scores the most points is going to win. 
So it, so it, it, it's going to boil down to your offense. I don't care. I'm just that's just the way I've always seen it. That's just how how it is. I'm sorry. And, and Jimmy G um, was, was sacked so, six times so, on Saturday. Yeah, so I'm, I'm concerned about you know losing your center. That's that's big. Um, the the interior of your line. That's that's huge. So that right there is my major concern right now. Um, and and more time not having to play and, and, um, and, and, and being able to see, and we can get into, we'll get into this more later in the week when we get into Seattle, but I, I, there are some things, you know, and, and it's perfect coming off of this Rams win. There are some things because I was actually doing a pregame show for the Rams at the time when they had that first run. Um, and I was like, they need to get a first round buy. And this is why, and we'll get into that later. Why I think a first round buy is important for the 49ers. Well, remember, Ed, this 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 team that their bye week was week four. They've been playing a long time. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what? It's not even it's it's not even so much because everybody else has been playing just as long. So it's not even about the um, amount of time you've been playing. Because this is the thing about a season, and fans that are listening, you know, understand this. You start the season off. And the and the last time you are healthy is the first meeting of two a days. <laughs> Period. Wow. And seriously, wow. seriously. I actually had a coach one time say, "Everybody stand up," and he and, and I had a coach that literally did this. He said, "Stand up." He said, "Everybody stand up." He was like, you know, stretch, put your arms up in the air. He was like, twist side to side. He was like, "How you feel?" And everybody, you know, like feel good. And everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah." He was like, "Okay." He was like, remember this, because this is the last time you're going to feel good for the next six months. Wow. And that's just the way it is. So every, everybody's tired. Everybody's beaten up. It, it doesn't matter what position you play, you're hurt. You, you, it, that, that's just part of it. You're, you're beaten up. You're, you're bruised. You have things. You know how many You know how many guys are injured, and it's not on the injury report? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, 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 tore, I um, tore my um, – MCL and didn't tell anybody. I mean, I, I literally tore my MCL and, and do, didn't do a thing. I, I mean, I literally, I just kept, I missed, I, I missed one um, little series there at practice when they told me what was wrong. And I was like, is it, you know, do I need surgery? Can I play without it? And they were like, yeah. And I went back out there and I kept practicing and I played that week and I played the rest of the season mm. and I never once reported it. Because why report it? Because it's not. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to do anything. So it doesn't matter. And you know how many guys are that way in this league? That's that's part of it. So everyone's beaten up. So it's not even. A, it's not a question of that. The most important thing about the bye week for a team like the Niners, where you have a, a lot of guys that haven't been there, that are key players, um, Witherspoon, E Man, uh, Fred Warner. Uh, I mean, we we can go we can go across we can just keep naming guys. I mean, Solomon Thomas. We, we can just go down, you know, Buckner. All these guys that have never been there. You've heard that adage that, you know, preseason to the regular season it picks up, and then from the regular from the regular season to postseason it picks up. What the bye week does, it gives these guys an actual real life view of that speed when you get to see it when you watch that film you're going to see when you see the hits when you when you see 
the urgency of everyone out there because it's as much as we say coming up in Seattle that that's the game that matters. Both of these teams know they have another game. Yeah. It's the same way that you your trap game theory where, well, you know that this one doesn't mean anything. Well, it means a lot, but you know you have another game. It's completely different when you see those guys and you can see it and you can sense it and you're watching like his season is over. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. The finality you of put, it. You, you just put in six months for nothing. Because that's it. Because at the end of the day, guess what happens? You know, the difference between the team that loses, and this is a conversation, real real talk. Bill Poley and I had this conversation, and he actually called after we had this conversation. It was about two weeks later. He called me to his office. He was the, he was the GM, or the president. He was the president of the um, Carolina Panthers when I got there. Bill Polian, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Unbelievable personnel guy. Architect of the, the Bills. Buffalo Bills team yeah. that went to four Super Bowls. Architect of the Carolina Panthers expansion team. Within a few years, you're in the NFC Championship. That team eventually put together, you know, how soon that team got to a Super Bowl. He, he This guy is a personnel guy. He understands guys. We were in the meeting. Um, when I first got to the when I first got to the um, Carolina Panthers, and this was in preseason, and we were playing and doing things, and guys were talking and talking about the team and 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 expectations and all of this stuff. And um, Dom Capers, actually, who was a head coach, he made a comment. We were in a meeting, and he was like, he had this chart up about wins and losses and all this stuff, and he was talking about ten and six. He had our record as 10 and 6. So I'm at 10 and 6. We go to the playoffs and all this stuff. I raised my hand. I said, Dom, um, which six? And he was like, what are you talking about? I said, which six games are we going to lose? I said, because if you already <laughs> know we're going to lose, I said, there is no reason for me to show up. <laughs> and he was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I'm just saying. I said, nope. I said, you got six losses on the board already. I said, we hadn't played a game. I, I said, I'm not going to go out here and risk getting hurt if you already know we're going to lose it. So just pick out which six we're going to lose, and I don't think I need to play that week. And Bill Polian started saying, started talking to me about, you know what, see, this, this is the thing. you got to have expectations and all this stuff. And they were talking about um, the, his Buffalo Bills teams, and, and, you know, and that team was able to accomplish something and all this stuff. And this is what I'm getting back with everything. This, I know I went, I went all the way around the bend, but you know my stories. I'll bring it back. I went, but he was talking about those Buffalo Bills teams. And I said, Bill, I got to explain something to you. I said, you know, the difference between those four Buffalo Bills teams that went to the Super Bowl and the teams I was playing for those same years. Mm. And he was like, what? I said, there is no difference. He was like, well, what do you mean? We went to the Super Bowl. I said, nope. I said, Bill, there's no difference. I said, you finished second, just like we did. I said, there's no difference. I said, one team won and everybody else lost. I said, so you can decide if you want to walk around wearing a ring that tells the world that you lost, or you want to just accept the fact that you lost. 
It's the Los Angeles Rams. It's, and it's why I knew they wouldn't be any good this year. When I saw the first poster riding around L.A. and I saw a poster that said NFC champions. And I was like, these guys are advertising the fact that they got their ass kicked in front of the world. Yeah, you're not first, you're last. If you are proud of if you are proud of the fact that you got your butt kicked, shame on you. And I said it before. I love the fact that when the Niners lost the Super Bowl, Jed York was like anybody that mentions that mentions that to me is fired on the spot. Mm. You want to talk about the fact you made the Super Bowl? Niners don't lose effing Super Bowls. That's that's not acceptable. So you got to understand that. And the guys need to see, and that's what I think is about to happen. You, That's what I like about this right now in this game. They've had some high-intensity games. They need to see this. This is another high-intensity. It's been leading up to this. Last game of the 2019 season is a high-intensity game before it goes off into the 2020 playoffs where you get to now show that you've learned those lessons, those close games, those fights that we've seen them in, that we've been saying they've learned some things from. Now you get to see, and hopefully they are able to carry that over to where they don't want to accept being number two. Because I heard you see it. You know, yeah. the, the football, football is a sum total business. Period. It's a sum total business. You win it all, or you lost. There's no close. It doesn't matter. And you've heard me say this, man. The the saddest walk in the world is the one you take in the uh, in the wrong cutter, uh, wrong color confetti. <laughs> you do yeah. not want to walk in the wrong color confetti. I've done it. It sucks. <laughs> It's a big one coming up, obviously, and, and, and I think this would be huge for them. Obviously, if they win this one, then they do get that bye, which would be so prevalent yeah, gonna, and, and yes. so, so helpful for them going forward just from, from an injury standpoint, getting guys healthy, and then also, like you mentioned, just you know being able to take, take a step back a little bit and take it all and in it. and yes, see it yes. before you go yeah. out there um, and start playing playing in these playoff games. So we'll – we got the Seahawks preview coming up later this week. We'll break that down for you, uh, of course. Um, Merry Christmas, Ed. Merry Christmas, Big Dog. You know what, man? Merry um, Christmas. Happy holidays, yeah, people. Happy holidays, happy everybody holidays. out there. Uh, everybody out there listening. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa. Uh, there, there it is. That. Happy holidays. Yeah. That's all all inclusive. All include. Yeah, and you know what? That that's the beauty of sports, right? Because it. You know, there, there's so much turmoil. I mean, all you got to do is turn on the channel and you, you just see how divisive, you know, you go on Twitter, mm-hmm. really. You just see how div- divisive, you know, this, this country has gotten. And, and I'm not getting on a political rant because I don't even do that. But yeah, uh, sports just brings everyone together, right? Like, I'm in Levi's Saturday yeah. night and, yes. and I'm high-fiving dudes and hugging dudes. And dude, I don't even know your name, bro. We getting all intimate here inside <laughs> Levi's Stadium and everything, man. It's, it's incredible, right? Just... All the passion there that was flowing inside Levi's for for those that were you know appreciative of and just had so much passion you know for 
for their for those Niners colors, as you always mention, man. And that's that's just the beauty of it, you know. It 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 has a way of bringing people together. And even there are some Rams fans there too, as well. And you know, they gave them a little bit of a hard time. Um, but it was all in, in jest, you know. It was all in, in in good nature, fun. It was nothing, nothing, nothing nasty, nothing derogatory, nothing uh, of that nature. At least not where I where I was sitting at. Um, and, and so that that's just that's just the beauty of it, man. It's 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 sports. Absolutely. I, I feel like the holidays too sometimes bring people together. I mean, you, 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 that's when people I feel like are the most friendly around the holidays, Damn. right? You walk around, well, oh, happy holidays. Guys. I don't know about that. You, have you ever tried getting a parking spot? Um, uh, well, I thought, yeah, in LA except, except for yeah, that, that may be Yikes. the one. <laughs> that may be the Yikes. one. Exception. Come on, man. I don't that know about may, that, that, but I, I do have to agree with you with sports. And I and I had this conversation with someone actually two days ago, and I said that there it, to me the three most um, universal truths to um non-judgment just love um diversity um are art music and sports and sports yeah that and that's and I was like those are the things where it it has where you're from your beliefs your economic status your race your religion None of that matters. Um, none of none of that matters because, and you just touched it. You can go to a football game, and you're and you look at someone in your colors, and you are immediately united. There's a bond, and it and it doesn't matter your skin color, the uh, the amount of money in your pocket, the side of town you live on, who you voted for. Um, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the job that you have. None of those things matter. And there are so few things in the world that can unite like that. And, and those those are the three things that I think that just, you know, they they cross all boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So spread spread love, people, now and forever. Uh, we'll be back later this week with the Seahawks preview. Obviously, a big big game coming up uh, this this Sunday. So big, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth will be there. They flexed it to to the Sunday night game. So it'll be the final game of the 2019 regular season in the National Football League. Will be that tilt up in Seattle between the Niners and the Seahawks, and we'll be back to preview that uh, for you later on in the week. So. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. We'll see y'all later this week. Happy holidays. Enjoy your time with your family and friends. Ho, ho, ho. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.